0: What's going on, Rain It's your boy, Jerry, the TR expert, Washington, uh, coming to you live from General Fitness Company Studio in ballet Pennsylvania, and I am right now in the basement, getting nice and cool. <laughs> it's hot outside. It's like 90 degrees today. I was like, yo, the acoustics are good in the basement. Oh, and it's also chilly. Double bonus. <laughs> I don't know if you have a basement, but basements are the best when you're like super hot. Actually, uh, quick, quick share. Uh, quick, D? Uh, did you know? D Y K? I used to live in the basement. of, twice actually. Back in the, when I lived in Alaska, I used to live in the basement because um I was <laughs> don't tell my mom, don't tell Mama Bear, but I I, I uh, sneakily uh, tried to convince my mom to go, uh, let me live in the basement so I could uh, sneak out late at night because uh, you know she lived upstairs. Day, not on the, the on the uh not on the uh main floor but on the the second floor. So me being in the basement, I'm totally like, yeah, I'm winning <laughs> I'm winning by uh not having my room exactly on the same floor as hers. But anyways, um, another time I lived in a basement, which was not so nice, it was like, uh, this is when I was grinding it out, just got into Philadelphia, and I was (laughs) living in a basement for $102 a month. Needless to say, I didn't stay there very long, I was there for like maybe six months, but in the meantime when I was there, there was some pretty crazy stuff, Uh, like there was mold growing on the walls, it'd always be too cold, too hot. Uh, it, uh, it was, it was a definitely definitely an interesting experience that I do not want to experience anytime soon. So I'm hustling and grinding so I don't have to be in a basement unless I absolutely want, want to be to stay cool or record a, a podcast for you. <laughs> so anyways, today we're going to be talking about running on the TRX Burt Talks. Podcast episode number three. We're gonna be talking about running. Yesterday I was going for a run. I was thinking a little bit about running, but I hadn't set in my mind. Uh, yesterday I wanted to talk about foam rolling because a few people were asking me about foam rolling. Uh, today we're gonna to be talking a little bit about running. You know, Broad Street's coming up pretty soon. I want to talk about running and proper running form. Just hang hang with me today. We'll talk about running. And um, if you want to learn more about running, or if you actually want to get some personal instruction from the, a uh, <clears throat> six-time All-American in track and field and a uh, <laughs> and a professional runner on a uh, small on a small scale in uh, in, in Europe, yeah, I, I I might be able to help you out with that. <laughs> but anyways, let's get started with this episode episode number three. T R expert talks running form. <laughs> All right, here we go in episode three. Uh, let's talk. Let's go right into it. Let's talk about the do's and don'ts of running form and uh, what we can use to apply it in everyday life so we can learn a little something from running and uh, make our uh, life when we're not running even better. So um, running, let's talk about it. You know, they. <laughs> it's not walking, and, and and it's definitely not that stuff that they you see in the Olympics. What they call that speed walking? Probably the most quirkiest. It's probably the quirkiest thing I've ever seen anybody do. It's like uh, where you like are swishing your butt, like you got doo doo in it, and you're <laughs> walking around. It's the weirdest thing. No, no offense to you speed walkers. With much respect, because I can't walk as fast as those speed walkers. But that is a, it is like I said, it's a very quirky looking <laughs> way, a man- manner of moving. I say I have to say that. Anyway, so running form. Now, running form, unlike speed walking where you're going really fast, running form, you're going to always have at one point in time, not always, but at one point in time, you're going to have two feet off the ground. Running, uh, Speed walking, and I remember this listening to this, the rules in the Olympics, you can never have two feet off the ground. Otherwise, it's officially called running. So that's a little something-something that yeah, he'll know, you can take to the bank, you can take back home, tell your friends, Use this little party info like hey you know running form when you're running you always have to you have two feet off the ground at any one point in time so no the reason why I mentioned that is because uh, when you uh, because you are doing this um, two feet off the ground at one point in time you're doing what's called a controlled fall or a controlled jump and when you have a controlled jump or controlled fall and you're actually putting a lot of pressure and a lot of um, force on your body on your joints your ankles knees and hips to be specific and that force is actually seven times your body weight for each step yeah I said that seven times your body weight for each step can you believe that so think about like when you're running and you're uh, if you've been running for a while you just gotten into running and your ankles knees or hips hurt or maybe your shins and you're like why does this hurt All I'm doing is running. It's because when you run, you're putting seven pounds, some seven times, not seven pounds, seven times your body weight on your knees, hips, and ankles. So if you're not doing it properly, uh, not good things can happen. (laughs) You know, that's when you end up with shin splints. You get hip, uh, you have hip issues. You get some uh, maybe. uh, some knee knee tendonitis. A lot of, If you're a runner, you know exactly what the injuries are that you can have <laughs> from uh, running too much or uh, not running properly. So, um, so yeah, there is a proper running form. People ask me, and they, say, <laughs> it's so funny. People are like Jerry. There's really a proper running form. I thought you just run and go. I answer just like anything else. Like there is a way to do things, but there's also a proper way to do things. You know, there's a a way that can be that that quote unquote works. And there's a way that's effective, so you can have you know you can run around and you can and it works for you you know you can move forward faster than you would walk and obviously if you are efficient and effective you're going to be well ahead of any injury possible possibility of injuries, so let's get into that uh, the the do's and don'ts of running. So when most people run they have to the, do this thing that's called heel striking. Now I don't uh, with heel striking it's interesting because what happens is that people, because of the way we live, because of our lifestyle now, our sedentary lifestyle, where we sit around more and we're not as active, um, people have a slightly tilted pelvis, meaning that they kind of sit back in their hips and they don't really use their hip flexors as much and they kind of just kind of lift their legs up like soldiers and their feet, and and the first thing that strikes, uh, the first thing that strikes on the ground is their heel, hence the name heel striking. Uh, back in the day, about maybe five years ago, yeah, probably longer than that now, almost probably about eight years ago or so, they had this phenomenon uh, this uh, called uh, toe shoes. I don't know if you remember those, those five finger glove shoes that looked all creepy and <laughs> weird. So they had that, uh, they had those five finger toe shoes to offset uh, the heel strike. It was supposed to be a disencouragement to striking with your your heel first on the ground the unfortunate thing is that if you're not used to that you have to get acclimated to that heel striking and if you want as efficient to be efficient and and you want to get started running now and you know it's it's this American culture and especially if you're a runner you're gonna be competitive so you're gonna for the most part those people that were heel that were heel strikers that went automatically went right into toe toe shoes uh, ended up getting injured because they just their body couldn't handle the switch over and 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 in such a short amount of time so um, let me explain to you why, uh, how you can go from heel striking to landing on the balls of your feet, which is essentially how you should be running, whether it's sprinting or long distance. It's essentially the same thing. Long distance maybe has just like a little bit of a little bit more of a stride, a little bit more of a a uh, little bit less uh, arm swing, but essentially it's the same same running form, more or less. So when it comes to uh, running on the balls of your feet, what happens? Uh, what you have to do uh, instead of just lifting your legs up and uh, like you would on a treadmill and ho- and having the ground come underneath you, what you have to do is you have to lift your leg, you have to lift your knee up, kick your foot out, and then and then as you're moving forward, you have to put that foot, push that ball of your foot down on the floor. So that's different because most people when they're running, they lift, they're lifting their knee up and then lifting their toes up towards the, towards the, uh, the ceiling or the sky as well. So what, obviously you can imagine what's going to happen once you lift your toes up and then you're going forward. The first thing that's going to happen is, uh, is that your heel is going to land on the floor. Again the reason why that is, uh, you can imagine that's uh, not the greatest thing for you. For, for, first of all, your heel is uh, composed of bone. And, and and not much more than that so if you're constantly striking on your heel that's how you get that seven times your body weight uh, pressure and force on all your joints because there's no shock absorbers in your heel it's just a bone you can imagine when you like hit concrete or something hard with uh, something else that's hard it's not going to absorb the shock very well yeah so um, the best way to absorb that shock is to land on the balls of your feet You'll have your ankles, your calf muscles, your hamstrings, quads, and your and your and the muscles in your hips as well as your glutes help absorb that shock that's um, going through your that's going through your body. If you land on the if you land on the muscles, you have you stand less of a chance of getting injured. Uh, part number two about the uh, about the heel striking and as opposed to running on the balls of your feet is that with every step when you're heel striking and lifting those toes up towards the sky you're actually stopping yourself. You can imagine, I think, about, and I think about this, when you're lifting your heel up and then you are uh, putting it out first and then your body's moving forward, you're essentially stopping yourself, pulling yourself forward, and then trying to go. So it's essentially, what you're doing is a, a, a constant hop, stop, rather than jump, flow through, jump, creating momentum running should be almost like you're creating momentum with each step as opposed to you're fighting yourself with each step so it's just a slight a slight variation that I could go on and on about running form but i just want you to think about that first today uh, just making sure that you land on the ball of your feet and keep your momentum going and that's going to lead us right into our segue into the, the mindset training so we got so we learned a little bit about running you know we want to create that momentum and that's we're going to bring that right into mindset training so a lot of people when they do an activity but that's like I was talking about before with the heel strike a lot of people when they do something they go out there and they feel really excited and then they stop they go out and they stop and then they and then they have to start up again and then they stop Now, there's always so, so many times you can do that as you know it's harder to go and stop go and stop go and stop than it is to just go create momentum to just coast. So that's something I want you to think about today is that whenever you're doing something in life, just go all out. When if you have an idea, just act on it. Don't just think about it, stop, and then kind of mull it over, see how you're doing. It's good to do that, it's good to obviously check in and see how you're doing, but at the end of the day, you can do that, see how you're doing while you're still generating momentum and, and, and moving forward with your, with your goal, or in, towards your goal. So that's all I got for you today. We're just gonna, like I said, I try to keep them as short as possible. Try to keep them under 15 minutes. Looks like we're rolling pretty tight on that time right now. So we'll check in with you tomorrow for day four. I think uh, tomorrow we might actually be having a uh, an official uh, interview with one of my clients. She's uh, done some really good, prog- she's done some really good things. She's had some progress uh, that I'm super proud of lately. She's a grandmother, uh, oh, she, I think she's over the age of 70 something now. I hope she <laughs> at least I hope she is. Uh don't tell her I said that if she's not. <laughs> there. But Anyways, I'm going to have my my uh one of my clients, Debbie, who was really interested in learning about uh TRX back in December. Uh she started and she's been going ever since and she's really had a, uh, this remarkable progress in respect to um, how she's moving now as opposed to when she first came in. And the most important thing, uh, she'll, and she'll tell you this, that she's having more fun with her grandchildren because now she's more mobile and has more fla- and has uh, more energy to play with her, her grandchildren. So uh, not only is it great to uh, work out and exercise because you're going to have a better body but uh, and you know obviously the mindset, uh, the mindset thing that I like to preach But also, um, it just helps you with your quality of life. People around you uh, can get affected by you having uh, more energy and being more physically fit, having a better mindset because you're more positive. You know, so it's not just a fitness, fitness and working out is not just about you, my friend. It's not, it's not just about you, bro ham. (laughs) Fitness and being healthy is about you and the community around you. Because the better you are, the better the community is going to be around you because they're going to look to you as a guiding light. Whether you believe it or not, or whether you realize it or not, if you're doing good things, people are going to watch you. So anyways, that wraps it up for episode number three. I really appreciate you listening, and uh, let's talk real soon. Oh man, we finished off episode three, and I was really hyped and feeling good, smiling. Uh, It's nice and sunny outside, and I forget again to remind you about reviews and stars and sharing. So yeah, if you listen to this on iTunes or Google Play, uh, I believe on Google Play, I'm, I'm getting word that on Google Play you can't share reviews. I don't know. i got to talk to my peoples. I'm sure there's some way that... Uh, you could share a review that we just haven't got across yet but i know for a fact if you're listening to this on iTunes right now you can absolutely <laughs> absolutely review this on iTunes you can put in you can write what you want to write you can talk about this episode if you like and say hey that episode on running form was pretty informative jerry or you can talk or you could just throw down some stars you can put in one star if you thought it was if you thought what i said was absurd you can put in five stars but either way I appreciate your feedback because it, uh, it all helps. And no matter what you put in, it all helps, believe it or not. So anyways, I really appreciate you listening to this episode. Uh, I always have a great time uh, recording it. And I hope you have a great time listening to it. And if you did, like I said, leave a review and share it. Share it with your mom. Share it with your dad. Share it with your brother. Share it with your best friend. Share it with Bob down the street. Because you know Bob down the street is that guy that doesn't know anything. And he keeps talking out of the side of his mouth saying that he knows what's going on. And then you listen for a couple minutes, and the dude don't know absolutely anything. <laughs> but who knows? If you share something like this with him, and, you know, Bob down the street that he's always run, he's been running forever, and he's always complaining about his shin splints and knees, and you put him on to this episode, who knows? Maybe he might turn into a world-class track star, get signed by Adidas, and, and pull you in along the way and say... Thanks a lot, buddy, for putting me on to that General Fitness Company cast. I would have never been signed by Adidas if it wasn't for you. So share, share, share away because you never know. You You might make someone's day. Thanks for listening. And as always, keep good company.